1: And this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Yeah, right. Crazy. Crazy. Hello, how are you, and welcome to the first episode of 2024. For this episode, um, which is, what is it, 241, I'm just going to do a quick little rundown of um, the guests we've had throughout 2023 before going into the first episode of this year, which is with the mighty, the mighty, should I add, Sarah Prinsley. And like at the start of nearly every episode, I try not to just make it sound like words because it is really important but thanks to all the patreon supporters who help keep this podcast going and without that support it genuinely can't happen and also any of you that have purchased off of our merch store both the patreon and the merch store can be found over on the ministry of arts instagram profile in their linktree drop down box and if neither of those are possible that's absolutely fine because the content of this podcast is absolutely free to everybody just give us a little mention on the socials would be splendid so let me just find the first episode to 2023 which was Jemima Sara as part of her practice Jemima opened a store in Ramsgate she was using text on t-shirts to make her artwork as accessible as possible and was using a porcelain toilet bowl as an installation to start conversation about both her mental and physical health. Episode 206 was Tanya Ling. Um, A few months previous to this, I'd done a bonus episode with Tanya when she was artist-in-residence in in a school in South East London. Episode 207 was one of my favourites of the year, which came out at the end of January, which was with Opaque. Opaque spoke also of mental health along with his addiction and um, trying to fit into different worlds and not feeling as though he did. His family were working class, although they, they made it with a string of galleries and wanted to do the best they could for their child and put him in a, a private school where he never really fitted in with, with the others who had had um, families with money all of their life, you know which was one of several factors that pushed him onto the streets, into drugs. However, in pretty much the space of a year, opaque has gone on from strength to strength. When we done this interview, it was in a small loft space where he was trying to work on paintings that were possibly over a metre wide, where he was having trouble finding the space to paint them, let alone store them, and now has... A studio that could fit three or four artists and good luck to him, he's worked hard for it. Episode 208 was Stacy Clare, who was a founding member of the East London Strippers Collective, which is pretty much what it says on the tin. And Stacy and a few of her stripper and pole dancing friends decided to start a live drawing class, using themselves and friends as the muse who were already masters of manipulating their own bodies. Why not become muses? Perfect. A perfect win-win, right? Charlotte rose for episode 209. Charlotte was an artist who first turned her hand to art during lockdown. Like many people, she'd always had the inner creative tapping away inside and all of a sudden found herself with the time to be able to try and put her hand to something, you know, and and she came up with a a good idea straight off the bat and, and pretty much hit the ground running. Episode 210 was Steve Lowe, who runs L13, the light industrial workshop, who I wanted on this podcast from day one. Steve and L13 promote a very small and select number of artists, well, three to be precise, being Billy Childish, Jamie Reed and Jimmy Courtney. Jamie Reid unfortunately passed about two weeks after we were supposed to record and when we were supposed to record he was too ill to do so Um, and as I say yeah two or three weeks later had passed. And episode 211 as part of L13 is Billy Childish himself. I went and recorded in Billy's studio for this episode. I was a little bit nervous to be honest I didn't know Billy, I'd heard lots about him. I knew that he was a, a bit of a contrary character. A self-confessed pain in the arse. He said that himself. Which was backed up by Steve Lowe, I should add. And I was in the studio for about three hours. He was drawing out a very large painting, maybe a metre and a half by three metres. Massive painting. Um, yeah, he was drawing it out with charcoal as I was there. And d- during our conversation, he had nigh on finished the painting. It was amazing, the speed that he paints. And although I've not picked up a paintbrush since, I did walk away thinking I want to start painting again. There was something about the way he talks about painting that just made me want to paint again. And I think I should definitely go back to his studio for a follow-up episode. It was a good, honest... Yeah, a good, honest episode. And talking of beautiful painters, episode 212, Elizabeth Power. Much of this episode... Um, Elizabeth and I were speaking of the benefits of moving home and studio from London to the coast, starting afresh in a larger studio, different environment and a whole different type of arty culture compared to that running at a thousand mile an hour in London, you know. Episode 213, Interactive. In that episode, we were speaking of the shrinking arts community in Hackney Wick, where she both lives and works, which is currently being gobbled up by developers. Episode 214, Charlie Hayden Taylor, love his architectural interior paintings, which was followed by episode 215, Ant Hamlin. Ant makes sculptures out of the same material that bouncy castles are made of, and they are actually inflatable, or I should add, he mainly shows them as deflated, pressed by a sheet of perspex. Almost like rubberized dried flowers. Episode 216, Holly Stevenson. I say that with a smile because I absolutely love speaking to Holly for this episode. I knew and admired her and her work for some time, but was totally unaware that it all stemmed back to a childhood visit to the Freud Museum. And a nigh on, I think obsession would be the right word, an obsession with um freud's cigar and ashtray that was left on his desk, go and listen to it amazing and similarly with episode two hundred and seventeen, which was sophie derrick i'd seen i'd known sophie's work for a very long time, but there was one element um, of the process of her work that I discovered during the conversation which just gave that whole new layer to her work for me another great conversation, and she was I think I like eight months pregnant when she had this conversation with me. And episode 218 was with architect Peter Morris, who I think it's this year is going to be the focus of an episode of Grand Designs, where he is designing and building his own home. And the installation he showed this year in Holland Park as part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail was a sort of maquette of, of the building itself. And I think this was the first in a series of podcasts for the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail, who I partner with annually. Hopefully, we'll do in 2024. Episode 219 was, again, one of my highlights of the year Sarah Graham. I mean, her paintings are amazing anyway. She suffered from severe bipolar, and her manic episodes were, like, properly bonkers. And please don't think I'm making light of her situation but on one occasion she thought she was super rich and just started um, buying artworks on credit cards, taking her little nephew to the IV for lunch. She thought she was a spy, and when she finally got sectioned, rather than realising that she was entering a secure hospital, she thought she was going to an academy for superheroes. An amazing story, and she's come out the other end as an absolute powerhouse. And just after this episode she started a project called Samaravans, where she asked um, dozens of artists to paint over a template of a VW camper van and as the name may suggest all the proceeds went to the Samaritans which if I remember rightly was in the region of around £40,000. So it turns out she was a bit of a superhero after all. Cyra Jameson was another artist I hadn't previously met I spoke to her as part of the Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. Another amazing story of, of a woman who as a child felt oppressed living in a, a heavily religious family home where she felt the girls were almost overlooked. She rebelled against that upbringing and later on in life, having had her own children, she's bringing back into her family some of those things that she sees as the more positive things. wasn't really rejoiced when she was a child. Again, as another part of Kensington and Chelsea, episode 222, Lucy Oates. During this episode, Lucy told me that she was about to start um, a huge painting or mural on the floor, which she called a floral, outside of Olympia Station. So um, when she started that painting, me and my better half popped down to, to see how she was getting on. And we got there very early doors when she was pretty much just drawing it out. But for the rest of that day, which was a glorious sunny day, she had um, members of the community coming down to help her paint with uh, paint and rollers on the floor. Quite amazing. And episode 223, which was with Josephine Chimay, which was recorded at her installation, which was a huge carved and embellished Afro comb, stood proudly outside the train station. A very imposing work. Fredericks Vermin for 224. Fredericks Vermin, what a name, right? Another episode that had been in the making for a year or so. Top-notch guy. Everywhere he looks, he finds artwork, and his hands can't really keep up with with making the artwork as quick as his mind can create it, you know? And episode 225, Misha Milovanovich. An extremely calm and spiritual person and artist who had such a presence I was almost calm and relaxed for the rest of the day. And in stark contrast, well in name at least, episode 226, Angry Dan, whose murals pretty much emit hope and optimism. Episode 227, speaking on behalf of Baker and Borowski, was one half of that duo, Lee Baker. The other half being Catherine Borovsky. two of my most favourite people in the art world. They're an artistic duo who also run the Skip Gallery and Graphic Rewilding. Both amazing entities that look at making good art very accessible. Episode 228 was Jimmy Coulty. I also say that with a smile. This again was recorded in person. I was well aware that Jimmy Coulty did not like interviews and was also somewhat of a contrary person like Billy Childish. But like Billy Childish, it started out slightly frosty and very quickly became a very good conversation. And for this episode, I had several messages off of people um, who were both fans of Jimmy and who know Jimmy, who were all very surprised how open and honest he was during this interview. Because as I say, he doesn't do interviews. Episode 229, Junior Tomlin. I enjoyed this conversation also. Junior was one of the artists who was included in the Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail series of podcasts. What I liked about this episode, that borough is a strange old borough because it has families, many families, who are very close to the breadline and many that are the wrong side of that breadline. It also has the other end of the spectrum. It has millionaires and veterans. Very probably several billionaires in that borough. But once a year, it all comes together to produce art. And Junior was born in that borough, schooled in that borough, went to college in that borough, worked in that borough, and 60 years later still lives in that borough. Perfect. Episode 230, again said with a smile, Jessica Worrell. I absolutely love this conversation. Jessica, in her practice, Seamlessly joins 21st century fashion with 15th, 16th, 17th century artworks. What I love is that it was a concept that she'd been playing about with. It came from nowhere, made an instant impact, and she just went with it. Amazing. And it's a concept that can go on and on for the rest of her career, and let's hope it does. Episode 2031, Damien Priestley. Again, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, being said with a smile. Damien, who is good friends with Billy Childish. Damien speaks of growing up in Northern Ireland through the Troubles, moving over to the mainland as a child, and just trying to find his feet in a creative world. And And he's definitely done that, that's for sure. Episode 232 was a joint episode between the Cameron Twins and the Don't Walk Walk gallery in Dill. The Cameron twins being Abigail and Phoebe Cameron, they create mainly prints, very bright colourful, echoing back to the culture of their childhood in the Naughties. which at first, to be honest, I thought was a little bit cutesy, until I looked a little closer and saw that there was darker undertones. A couple of artists that no doubt we're going to be seeing a lot more of in the future and the Don't Walk, Walk gallery, which was showing their work at the time, which was described as a, a hidden gem of the Kent art scene, and it definitely lives up to that. Two of its main artists being Jim Muir and Noel Fielding. And episode 233 was Lee Wagstaff. I love recording these podcasts outside, and this was one of those. We recorded it on a bench, on a sort of cliff, Overlooking the Thames Estuary, a couple of hundred yards from South End Pier. He's had a proper, extraordinary life as Lee, and he now lives in France in the middle of a forest. So his life's no less extraordinary now he's, now he's a grown man. Episode 234 Possibly my favourite episode of the year. Piers Secunda, Piers Secunda is like an artist an archaeologist, an art historian and a war correspondent all rolled into one. An absolutely fascinating episode. Please do have a listen. Superb. Episode 235, Alison Jackson. Alison creates false environments for lookalikes of the royals and the rich and famous and films and photographs scenarios that they could find themselves in. Sometimes life has imitated art and the situations that she's created have somehow come to fruition in real life. For episode 236, we had author, filmmaker, ex-prisoner, Chris Atkins. Chris was an award-winning filmmaker who got himself wrapped up in a bit of fraud, ended up doing a few years in jail. He documented his time in there, which he turned into a Times bestseller, and more recently has written and filmed Fardy vs Rooney, who Killed the KLF, and one that I think has just come out highlighting the life and times of Mr James Blunt, and episode 237, which is very near to my heart, is poet Joelle Taylor, who in 2023 was the curator of the annual Kursler Arts exhibition for those living within the criminal justice system. Hats off for Kursler Arts. Episode 238, Jamie Jones. Um, Another artist who just put his hand to art during lockdown, previously being um, a very well-known mixologist. Again, hit the road running. And a similar conversation to that that I had with Elizabeth Power. Jamie speaks of leaving the London art scene, just as he started within it, and moving to Cyprus. Episode 239, It was titled The Legend Background Bob. At the end of 2023, we lost Noah, a.k.a. Background Bob. I've done several episodes with Noah's dad, Nathan, promoting Background Bob's work and exhibitions. He was a young lad who was born with a couple of life-limiting conditions who made a massive impact in a very short time with his artwork and The Biggest Smile in the Art World. If you're gonna to listen to any, go and have a listen to that one. All the best and Noah wherever you are, my friend. And that brings us to the last episode of 2023, which was with performance artist Martin O'Brien. Super guy, super artist, um refers to himself as a living zombie for reasons you can find out by listening. And we had one of those super podcast moments where he was talking about something very serious. I pipe up with something very stupid. And we both put an handbrake on the conversation for a good couple of minutes because we're laughing like little schoolboys. So that is it for this little roundup of 2023. Again, thank you all for listening. 2024 will be our sixth year as being an art podcast. And giving myself a little pat on the back, we ain't done too bad. We're an independent podcast. We haven't got editors, producers, researchers. We're just me, a one-man band, wanting to make the art world as accessible for everyone as it should be. Like I've always said, art isn't a middle-class game. It's It's a game that everyone should be able to play. And that said, we're looking for the story behind the artist, that which churns up the want to create the art. And that's why we speak to artists from every rung of the artistic ladder. From novice to world famous. I mean, man, one of the best loved episodes was James Gray, a person that used art to get himself off the streets. Does it get much better than that, I ask you? And this accent of mine, no matter what you think of it, there are not enough regional accents in this art world. I just wanted good, honest conversation with brilliant creatives no matter who or what they are or where they come from or where they're going for that matter so that said all the very best for 2024 thank you for listening and I look forward to keeping you company every now and then all the best ta-da well I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast It's a podcast that's produced with the help of the listener. And if you like what you've heard and you think you might be able to give a little support, there's two ways in which you can do it. If you go over to the Ministry of Arts Instagram profile, you'll find a Linktree drop-down box. And in that box, you'll find two links. One is called Buy Us A Coffee, and it's pretty much that. You can make a one-off payment the price of a cup of coffee. Or, if you're able and want to do it more long-term, you can become a Ministry of Arts Patreon where you can sign up to support us on a monthly basis. And 100% of your support goes back into the podcast. And if you're not able to do that, that's absolutely fine. This content is free for everyone. But we would urge you to follow us on your socials and show us a bit of love that way. Either way, thanks for listening and see you next time. ta